millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Dawn Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pa pa pa. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, welcome along to another Tune Machine, it's the start of a new look at uh, a new old chart. Uh, the random pop blob is over in the corner of the room, twitching and fizzing, and it's ready to emit... Uh, a chart for us to look at so go over to it now um, random blob use your gob tell us how to do our job second look so good old as blob the weeks go by the blob uh, increases the drama in its performance I find um, I hope that you haven't found result spot with his robot penis in the blob again because after last time we had pretty firm words about that and said it yeah. was just inappropriate and he yeah and he, he's, he's been lying low since then but tell me it hasn't happened yeah. again I've changed the locks yeah uh, result well, I don't even know how he got all the way out getting... to Sunderland to be honest uh, I, I mean he's know. got no money he's always skin. he's always asking yeah. for like a handout <laughs> yeah Sam it's results but <laughs> I just need a sub until payday what fucking payday you don't have a fucking me. I haven't got a job <laughs> I get my fucking dull money on the second Thursday of every month I just need a bit it's just for groceries and essentials that's bollocks <laughs> You're going to spend that on iron filings, aren't you? <laughs> no, I fucking... So I told you, I'm not doing that anymore. Where are you even getting, kipping these days? I'm kipping around at my mum's. She's forgiving you again. Healthy. I am getting healthy. I am going for lots of long walks. I am drinking a number of smoothies. <laughs> I have started drinking Huel. Have you heard of it? It's all the rage. <laughs> Mate. Listen, results bot, you can do all that all that stuff's bollocks, it's all superficial. What you need to do is get to grips with the feelings, right? Yeah. The feelings that made you the feelings that you were trying to numb. What what is inside you, results bot? I don't know. I had an unhappy childhood. I don't think my father ever respected me. Come on, well, mate. I I'm expecting a postal order from my auntie at the weekend. Cough up, please. Come on. This is all a waste of my fucking time. Give me the money. I'm spending it on you. You're spending it on iron pilots. I'm spending it on you. You're spending it on iron pilots. I don't do iron pilots. Oh, yeah. 
Well, how do you explain fucking breaking into Andy's house up in Sunderland and bothering that fucking blob? That was a misunderstanding. I didn't realise it was a blob. I thought it was just a pile of stuff. I wanted to surprise Andy. He likes surprises. Listen, mate. If you know anything about Andy, you know surprises are the last thing he fucking likes. So that's bollocks. <laughs> I thought it was a blabodge. You fucking scared Oscar as well. Scared the wits out of the poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice to have a catch up for results, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've got look, this chart is the second of October, nineteen seventy-seven. So I'd have just turned five years of age. You'd have just been born, I imagine. Oh, two. I was born. In, I was. Two. I would have been. What month is this? Seventy October seventy-seven. Yeah, I'd have been two. Two years old. But I still. So, um, I tell you what, mate. Even at that age, I still knew a chart topper when I heard it. <laughs> that's I still a hit. had a rock. Mum, I'm telling you, that's a fucking hit. <laughs> I know a hit when I hear one, and that's it. <laughs> Write this down. It's going to be a hit. Uh, well, Do we'll Your Dance by Rose Royce. That's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> That'll peak at number 30, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll decide what's going to be a fucking hit and what's not as we go through the top 40 countdown. Uh, here we go, starting at number four. Uh, standing still at number 40, it's Kenny Rogers. He's got some daytime friends. They're the best sort, mate. Number 39, down eight places. That's what friends are for. Denise Williams, I see a theme developing. I wonder if they're the same friends as Kenny Rogers got, the daytime kind. Who knows? A uh, bit of a theme to these songs so far, because Pratt and McLean are in at 38 and they're having happy days interesting at 37 down 11 places it's the Jacksons with Dreamer again a link funny enough though mate when I sleep in the day I don't tend to dream at night I dream very vividly and sometimes wake up with terrible trauma and terror Uh, but but during the day no dreams is that normal I've no idea okay (laughs) I'm not a doctor uh, down 17 and 36, it's Candy Starton with Nights on Broadway. At number 35, up from 41, Home is Where the Heart Is, claimed Gladys Knight and her pips. Nah, child entry at 34, Dr. Feelgood, and they're saying, Oi, she's a wind-up. Uh, uh, I know the type. At number 33, down one place, it's the blind minstrel of soul, Stevie Wonder with another star. Hmm. Lots of questions about that we'll probably ask later on. In at 32, the world is about to change. Status quo are rocking all over the world. At number 31, up six places, it's Nazareth with hot tracks. Up five at 30, Rolls Royce. And they're imploring us to do your dance. I don't mind if I do. At 29... Not that dance, mate. At 29, it's up five places for George Benson with greatest love of all. And at number 28, it's those scruffy oiks, the clash. And they're singing about complete control. Typical socialists. <laughs> number 27, up one place, waiting in vain. That's what Bob Marley and the Whalers are doing. Probably waiting for the drugs to be delivered. Uh, <laughs> they drug cigarettes. Apparently they're mad for them. Down three places at 26th. Adverts. 
They're singing about Gary Gilmore's eyes. Now, Gary Gilmore, unless I'm mistaken, is a murderer. And I'm not sure well, why songs like that have even been allowed into the charts. Okay. But uh, there uh, we go. We can only uh, no, look no, towards... Actually, no, no. Let's not go... Uh, before we go any further, I'm going to ban this one. Ban it. Here we go. Uh, adverts. I ban thee. There, banned. Uh, we have to stem the tide of murder pop. At 25, up five places, it's Giorgio from here to eternity. A chart entry at 24, Miko with Star Wars theme. Yeah, it's about a new uh, film set in space. My kids keep banging on about it. Doesn't look like my cup of tea at all. There's a homosexual robot and a man in a dress with a laser sword. <laughs> uh, again, you can only look to drugs as the uh, influence on these kind of ideas. I've noticed that Alec Guinness is in there, setting the death knell on his career. Tragic, how, there you go. How the mighty have fallen. He's going through the indignity of having small plastic figurines of him sold in shops. Pathetic. <laughs> uh, David Essex is at 23, up four places with call-out tonight. Oh, David Essex is cool, in and out, night and day. No doubt about it. Up three at number 22. Speaking of cool fuckers, it's Leo Sayer. He's got thunder in his heart. Wow. At 21, it's down four places for Yvonne Elliman with I Can't Get You Out of My Mind. Down eight places at number 20, Carly Simon with Nobody Does It Better, which is the theme from the James Bond film, Nobody Does It Better. Yes, uh, what a, a, a wonderful film. Now, there is a film. No gay robots in that, I can tell you. Just, a, just masculinity. A, just a, a great masculine man like Roger Moore parachuting with a good old British Union Jack parachute, getting away from Nazis or communists. Nazi communists. Just like British men know how to do. At 20, down eight places. No, we've done that one. Fuck. At number, 30, <laughs> at number 19, down six places, I think I'm going to fall in love with you by the Dooleys. Now then, is that all of the Dooleys going to fall in love with me? Or just one of them? Or that, how does that, that work? That would be inconvenient if they all did, mate. Weird. Uh, down three places at number 18. It's Do Anything You Want to Do. That's by Eddie and the Hot Rods. You've got to be careful with that kind of invite because some people who give them an inch and they take a mile. Exactly. Well, you know, um, they're going through your checkbook, helping themselves. At, at number 17. Up four places. I remember yesterday, says Donna Summer. Oh, well, good for you. I suppose that's, that's the most of... you can fucking expect to remember if you're on the drugs too, which I don't doubt you are. They're all at it. A little bit offensive to the uh, increasingly large Alzheimer's community, I'd say. Yes. Borderline batting there for Donna Summer. Doctor uh, tells two. me that I've got early onset Alzheimer's. Ah, oh, don't well, worry about it, mate. If that's the case, so be it. Don't worry about it, mate. That's just because you're a little bit nuts on the on the wireless. That's all yeah, there is. I'm a bit wacko cuckoo. That's what makes me popular. <laughs> Up two places at number 16, Ram Jam. And they're singing about Black Betty. And number 15, it's down one place for the Boomtown Rats with looking after number one. Certainly uh, how I live my life. Up ten places at 14, Bakara. And they say, yes, sir, I can boogie. I'll say this, any woman who calls me sir can do whatever she wants, boogie or otherwise. At number 13, up seven places, it's the Stranglers, no more heroes. Another hint of murder pop there, I say ban them. Uh, down two places at number 12, it's Elke Brooks, Sunshine After the Rain. 
Down a whopping seven places. It's Jean-Michel Jarre, the Frenchman, with Oxygen, part four, or part cat, as he would no doubt say. I have to say, I thought that was a woman called Jean, but you've completely baffled me there. I didn't realise the French were being allowed into well, the charts these that's days. that's the French for you. Unbelievable. Second mention for Donna Summer. She's down five places at number ten, and she's singing Down Deep Inside. Uh, again, that sounds a little bit suspect. I might have to ban that one as well. Down three places at nine. It's Mary Wilson with Telephone Man. Up three at number eight. Danny Mirror. And I remember Elvis Presley. A lot of people claim to remember things in this chart. It's, it's a, a cult of remembrance going on in the chart at the moment. I don't think I like it. At number 17, it's up nine places for Yes with Wondrous Stories. I didn't realise Yes were allowed to release singles. I thought they were only an album band, but once Concept really leaked only. out. Uh, that's where they should fucking well stay in the album charts. Uh, up three places to number six, Patsy Gallant from New York to LA. At number five, two places, it's Space with Magic Fly, which uh, you may know is a, um, a, a a potion that's supposed to aid your sex drive. Um, Wonderful. The, 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 the wife encouraged me to get some on a recent trip to Amsterdam, but uh, unfortunately it was too little, too late. Couldn't save the marriage. I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I have no need to uh, use Magic Fly. Well, I'm happy yeah, for you, I've pal. said it. Up three at four, The Emotions with Best of My Love. Number three, up five, Black is Back by La Belle Epoque. Which French means again. delicious turkey in Belgium. <laughs> Down one place at number two, it's the king of rock and roll. He recently left us for a greater plane, and that is Elvis Presley, and we give him all of our love and respect as Way Down goes down one place on number two. But thank God, with a void left uh, uh, amongst the court of rock and roll, someone, a new king, has stepped into Elvis's shoes. That man is David Soul, the new king of rock and roll. He's at number one this week with Silver Lady. And there it is. That's the chart. That's your top 40. I hope you liked it. Uh, Uh, Obviously, I've got no memory of any of this, really. So... But I do, obviously, there are certain songs in here that have become pop standards, FM classics. Yeah, yeah, of course. That you're I've, more than familiar with. I don't have many memories of them being out at the time. Um, I do remember stuff that was around before this, but what I was yeah, doing in October I mean, 1977, I, I don't know. The theme of this chart is quite interesting, isn't it? Because there's a little bit of punk, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like the Clash and the Stranglers, yeah. and there's obviously bits and bobs of disco too. It's a disco Donna summer, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of kind of, I don't know, would you call it pub rock, or sort of you know man rock, isn't there? Yeah. Um, status quo, Nazareth. Yeah. Uh, that sort of thing. So I guess uh, so. It's interesting it- looking at these charts in the bigger picture of these charts and thinking. Where was youth culture at at this time? And there's mm. not one defining genre, really, is there? There's, there's, it's, it's got a nice little blend to it of like you see all of those different um, genres, and also the thing that stands out. Maybe it was a kind of a novelty um, period, but you've got Jean-Michel Jarre with Oxygen mm. 
part four, Pat Catra at number 11. And you've also got Magic Fly by Space. And they're both like kind of electronic uh, mm. pioneering instrumentals. I mean, Magic Fly by Space, I fucking love. I don't know that song. Maybe I would if I heard it. Oh, I, I mean, stick it on if you've got the capabilities to do that now. It's, um, it's, it's French fellas, right? And they're wearing crash helmets. Mm. And they've got this kind of funky synth-based... It sounds like Daft Punk. It's Daft Punk. It's Daft Punk in 1977. Go on, stick it on. And they're called Space, which, of course, Daft Punk were banging to space, weren't they? They came from space. That's all they fucking went on about half the time. I I think Magic Fly might have been Daft Punk and they'd gone back in time in a time machine or gone forwards in a time machine. I don't know. And, uh, yes, uh, were also quite experimental and electronic-driven, weren't they? I guess they probably were around that time. Yeah, I don't remember wondrous stories by Yes at all. I never really got into Yes. Um, were they like prog in, rock? In prog to, yeah, prog, yeah. yeah. They had Rick Wakeman that, on the keyboards like, um, and all that. That's like public schoolboys, isn't it? That sort Pretty of music. Much. Smoking marijuana yeah. in their dorm. Yeah. I'm not sure if they were, because their singer John Anderson was from Yorkshire. I don't think there were any public schools. No, I'm not Yorkshire, saying they were, but that was the sort of music that... It was that for I, the public school. Yeah, it was for boy, them. yeah. 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 I'm going to stick um, Magic Fly on and you can have a little listen to it. Uh, you'll have heard this before. It does sound like like Daft Punk. It's Daft Punk, isn't it? It sounds like Daft Punk, a little bit like Air. Yeah. Wow. Nice, well, what a grand tradition. I, I remember going through a phase in the noughties where... I would. I declared, probably drunk, to my wife right. that I would only ever listen to French electronic pop music. That was the only genre I was interested in. That 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 feels very much like a drunken uh, yeah outburst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there've been a lot over the years. Lots of claims mm. about uh, you know when you're drunk that you you that you you declare that there's only one thing you're into going forward in your life. Yeah. And, and your there was one drunk at football, yeah. and I, we, West Ham had signed a player called Hugo Porfirio, who was a skillful little winger from Portugal, and we'd I signed him on him, loan. Yeah. yeah, and he, he was only there for a while. It was a loan. He was there for less than a season, but on his like debut, he was so dazzling in a way that in those days you just didn't get in the Premier League because we were still yeah. in quite shit times in the nineties before it all became sexy. And so we we weren't really used to seeing players who could do step overs and whatnot and nutmegs <laughs> and so forth. And uh, he did the lot. And I can't remember who played, but he absolutely ripped some team a new arsehole because they were like, it's unfair, he's doing all this fancy foreign stuff. <laughs> and uh, I turned around to a mate and he still reminds me of this today. Where I, And I was obviously completely drunk. And I went, from now on, I'm only ever prepared to speak about Hugo Porfirio. If you've got anything else to discuss with me, just don't bother. I will only have conversations about Hugo Porfirio. And I still get reminded of that claim quite regularly. It's a huge claim. Yeah. It's, it's a hard but one to At the to time, I had total conviction in mm. that moment. Yeah. I mean, and I felt the same about French, moment, French electronic music for a while. Yeah. Living out loud, living in the moment. There's nothing mm. wrong with it. Obviously, you've got to climb down eventually when uh, the practicalities of life yeah I mean, there's no uh, way I would have been able to have raised a family and, and built a semblance of a career if I'd stuck to that claim no, no way no it's it's a rich man's claim that I think it's someone that's got it resources is. It is and exactly. power 
Yeah. A man you, like you, me you was never going to be able to live by that code. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. It can be done, but you've got to have. You've got to, all yeah. the cards have got to be stacked in your favour to be able to pull it off, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to stick to one subject, unfortunately, you can't claim it's French electronic music or, or the Portuguese footballer Hugo Porfirio. You've got to say, from now on, I will only talk about financial administration matters. That's yeah. how you could survive. Yeah. But who wants yeah, to do that, so. right? Jalapeño. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Jalapeño. So uh, that, that was Electronica in the chart, um, sort of on the back of Kraftwerk becoming quite big in Europe, um, and the whole electronic movement was in its infancy but uh, two big hits there so I don't know whether they, they went hand in hand and everybody maybe the, the, the Daily Mirror was going everyone's going robot crazy and um, yeah. you know how to make a robot costume out of cardboard boxes well, it was a huge year I mean, Star Wars was in the charts in 1977 yeah. it was a massive year for robots wasn't it actually going back to that I forgot that was there that Star Wars theme that's there at number 24 by Miko mm. I think that was an electronic cover version of it I don't think it was the original there you go. it's not the John Williams let's have a little listen to it I hope there's no laws against uh, copyrighted material it's going no, to apparently I looked into this it's fine as long as you only play 20 seconds and both hosts hold their breath for the duration right. of it being played do it A disco version. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's got the ray guns and all the rest of it. I wonder how they got that. Imagine how difficult it is to get the publishing rights to that song now. But in 1977, John Williams would have been like, I tell you what, I don't know, if I don't fucking earn some proper money soon, that'll be me fucked, I'll be back on the bins. I mean, I helped out my mate George and did a song for some fucking daft space film he's done, but I don't see that fucking going anywhere. So I, I thought that was what I'm going to do, to be honest. I, I'm struggling to even cobble together next month's rent. So then if someone calls up and says, oh, an agent calls up and says, does some band want to do a cover of that Star Wars song? You may go, fucking let them. Let them. Yep. How much yep. it? How much? Fine. Take it. Whatever. Do So they can do what they fucking want with it. They can have it for 30 quid. Yeah. But genuinely, that is probably what, what happened because it was so early. I mean, you mm. remember, like, Alec, Alec Guinness saying, you know, that he didn't... They offered him... They couldn't offer to pay him, like, a proper rate. They offered him rate. points, didn't they? They offered him points, and they also offered him... 
I think he turned, he turned down a share of merchandise or something. Did he? Wow. Something like that, because he, he had no idea, no concept of A, how big the film would be, or B, the fact that, you know, no one bought plastic figurines of the characters in a film before Star Wars. I mean, no, quite understandably, not. a man like Alec Guinness would have thought, what the fuck are you on about? I'm not doing that. They didn't sell figures of man in the mm. white suit. It's a plastic figurines of one flew over the cuckoo's nest that had been out a couple of years before, did they? Yeah. Oh, well, that would be really good. Yeah, it'd be fucking amazing. I'd get the one <laughs> of the Indian fella. <laughs> of course, in those days, the plastic had only just been invented. So if you go back a bit, the figurines would have probably been made out of wood rather than plastic, I imagine. Yeah, plastic was merely made out of wood back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the Star Wars theme. That was more. That was less electronica and more just straight-up disco. Very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. I like that. I like. I prefer that to the original film version. Let, let's talk a bit about David Soul. I feel like yeah. you need to fill me in a bit more on David Soul. All I know about him is, is that obviously Starsky and Hatch was everyone, every kid's favorite favorite program. I remember being allowed to watch that when I was really young, like three mm. or something, because I had a mm. toy Starsky and Hatch car. Like, mm. and now if you watch it, there's a there's a one of the main characters is a benign pimp. Let's never fucking lose sight of what yeah. a pimp does. Right? So you're three years old, you can go, who's that guy? Who's Huggy Bear? He is their, he's their, like, he's like their grass, right? Yeah. But how does he know about what criminals are up to? Well, what he does is, darling, is that he enslaves women and makes them mm. have sex he for money. their bodies. With strangers. Yeah. Right. Mm. But he's a goodie in this. Yeah, he's good because... Although he does that, he also helps Starsky and Hutch catch worse baddies. Oh, I don't know. This is this seems pretty dark. I don't think I should be watching this. this yeah, is the well, mid-70s. Watch it cause there's nothing there's, else on. Yeah, there's there's car chases and stuff. It's really good. You, it, look, it's Don't this focus or on Huggy Bear. Which do you fucking prefer? But um, <laughs> the main thing I know about David Soul, or that I seem to have just learned through osmosis, but you might be able to fill me in on more, is that he was a wife beater. Is this true? I I believe yeah I'm, I'd have to uh, look into that I'm on his Wikipedia page now mm. uh, yeah uh, uh, he was jailed in order to attend therapy classes for alcoholism after attacking his wife when she was seven months pregnant alright so well. it's it, it, it's hard to like David Soul really someone who does that yeah on the back of that um, he has um, yeah he uh, and he had that was his second number one single because he he don't give up on us which was the ballad but yeah. then Silver Lady which is a bit of a, a, a more high tempo kind of I, I mean I really like Silver Lady I think it's a great song do but you, then it's, it's by a wife did, did so his what do you pop do? career did it sprout from the success of Starsky and Hatch it sprouted from Starsky and he he'd done singing before when he was younger I think it yeah. started out as a, a musical actor. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've just realised that. Yeah. There's. I, I don't know if you've seen this before. It gained attention on an American talk show called the Merv Griffin Show in '66 and '67, and he was known as the Covered Man, and wow. he would sing while wearing a mask. Wow. And it's the precursor to the Masked Singer, which is the on ITV singer, yeah. now on, on a Saturday night. And he said, "My name is David Soul, and I want to be known for my music." So he yeah. didn't want people to see his face. Right, he okay. just wanted to sing his songs because he understood he that he was man. so handsome that it would be a distraction for people uh, maybe it was 
but maybe he thought that one day he'd be unveiled as the covered man and people would love him even more because mm. of his good looks. I don't know. I don't know what his thinking was. But I'm sure that footage is out there somewhere. It's probably on YouTube because I've seen that on clip shows before. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, he, he was in Starsky and Hutch from 75. And Starsky and Hutch was massive. Oh, it was God, fucking it was huge, massive. wasn't it? And it's I still... Mean, it still stands up. I watch repeats of it on. Where can one you of watch that? Weird. It's on like CBS channel or something like I'm that. I'm surprised I never watch it because I loved it so much. And the thing yeah. about it is that it's not just the fact that it was action packed, and there were so many action packed shows on TV in mm-hmm. that era, wasn't it? Because like, you know, this was in the same sort of genre as well. You had the Streets of San Francisco, and and yeah. you had Kojak, and they were all basically about fucking dudes in various American metropolises just fucking speeding round in their kind of Cadillac cars. Yeah. And then just shooting people indiscriminately as well. Do you know what mm. I mean? They'd always pull out a revolver and just shoot some baddie dead in the back before yeah. even asking questions. But the aesthetic of Starsky and Hutch was what kind of elevated it beyond the other shows in that the car with the white stripe, Starsky's chunky cardigan, which I still cover to this day, mm-hmm. that sort of yeah. patterned chunky shawl cardigan. Yeah. So, sort of, he established that, and it, it's become a sort of a perennial of men's mm-hmm. fashion ever since. And, you know, the whole Huggy Bear thing, although, as we've discussed, it's very questionable glamorising pimping. It was it's just the start bit. of glamorising pimping, and it continues to be glamorised this day, which is awful, in my opinion. Does it? Who's glamorising it now? Rappers still talk about pimping, don't they? Oh, right, yeah, the rappers. Um, there was that great bit in the opening credits as well where um, someone was, uh, Hutch was running down a fire escape and he jumped over the edge and landed on his arse on the, on yeah. the roof of the car. That was fun. I'm going to fucking watch like this. The most exciting the, thing. I remember they had a beach buggy in some episodes where they had to yeah. transfer their operations to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> A case took them to the beach for a few episodes and they had a fucking fantastic beach buggy and I somehow had a toy of the beach buggy. Did you? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, or maybe yeah, it, was it was my brother's, it was, I don't it know. Was, it was everything back then. I mean, and, Saturday and night. And also, you... it was the best, it was probably the best theme tune of all time, let's be yeah. honest. Well, there was more than one theme tune. Yeah, they changed it, three didn't they, for total. a while. But then it originally, but there's the famous one, and they went back to that, didn't they? Because they were like, "Look, you can't gild a lily. This is you well, know, if it's not broke, don't fucking fix it." Um, the first series had a a a, a, a more subdued theme tune, which is my favourite. Actually, it's the hipster's oh, choice. Classic Dawson. He actually yeah. prefers the original start skin hatch thing. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you to go off and listen to them all later on. And you can assess. You can assess listen them. to them blind. Uh, the, the one that has become largely popular, I think, is a little bit too on the nose. Mm, yeah, a bit I prefer, the, I prefer the yeah, I prefer the first. And the James Taylor Quartet did a they cool did, version. They did they? a version of it, which yeah. is great. It's absolutely superb. Yeah. I oh, love it. It feels like it's, it's been overdone. But, <laughs> um, it mate. That is the best theme tune of all time. It's, you know, I mean, there's been some greats and most of them were from roughly this era. This was like the golden age of theme tunes, wasn't it? Late yeah. 70s to uh, early 80s. But, but that, that is, I mean, you, you know, it can get a bit like you've heard it too many times. 
So yeah. you don't, you sort of can almost lose sight of how it. powerful it is. Yeah. But it was the power. It stirred something in your loins, even when you were a very young kid. You'd be oh, like, completely. this is it. This is where the action is. This is what life is about. Starts getting in touch with the best people on the fucking planet. And I'm about to have the time of my life watching them up to their adventures. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that theme tune that you like for the second series is called Gotcha. That's its name. Gotcha. Um, There's a a great theme tune of the same genre. It's just a great, a legitimately great funk tune called Theme from SWAT. Do you know Mm. that song? I can't remember who it's by. Which um, one, sorry? Theme from SWAT. And I've I've only ever heard it as, like, a song on, like, mixes or whatever... But mm. I didn't. I'm not aware of a team that was of a show that was called SWAT. But if you like the theme tune to um, Startsky and Hutch, it's by Rhythm Heritage. If you like the theme tune to Startsky and Hutch, you'll you'll love this. Same but sort of if thing. If anyone can yeah. let me know, I don't know if they, if they just called it theme from SWAT and it's S dot W dot A dot T. Who knows yeah. what it stands for? But it's an acronym. Um, yeah. So it's tantalising because I'm aware of the song, which is very much in the Starsky and Hatch sort of lineage. Yeah. But um, I've never been made aware of the TV show, so maybe they just thought it was cool to make out something was a theme tune. Yeah, I think so. I've just looked, and the the first series theme tune that I prefer is uh, actually composed by Lalo Schifrin, who oh, yeah. also did theme for Mission Impossible, and, Cool and Hand Luke, the Dragon, Bullet, didn't he? End, End did, of the Dragon, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm probably Oh, right. he's that fucking old um, Schifrin wasn't playing games, mate. He knew what he was fucking doing. Exactly. So you know, I what's that? You, you want another theme tune? No problem. What's it called? Starts to get hot. Sounds shit, to be honest. Give me what off What do they do? <laughs> Car chases and that. Right, no problem. Leave it with me. I, 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 after this is over, I urge you to go and listen to it and give it a fair uh, listen. Cause I think I've, I've, just out, um, I've just knocked out another theme tune for the Chinese lad, Bruce. You know, he does all his Chinese fighting and that. He's made a whole fucking film about it, so I've done a song for him too. I filled it full of all them big fucking crashing symbols they have out there. All mysterious, you know. Nine quid. Um, <laughs> Hello, Shiffrin Musical Services. Speak to me. What do you need? When do you need it? <laughs> What's your budget? Say that first, in fact. Um, I mean, Starsky Nutch, it was Saturday night. You had Starsky... You were allowed to stay up late because it was Saturday night. You had yeah. Starsky Nutch, then Match of the Day, and then <laughs> Parkinson. The thrills just kept coming. Oh, uh, what, what um, channel? So is it on all BBC? BBC One. All BBC Does One. Starsky Nutch feels more ITV, doesn't it? Um, well, no, because it was BBC One. <laughs> No, I know, but what I mean is nowadays I don't think they'd put a show yeah. like that on the BBC. No, no, they wouldn't. No, but then neither would ITV. They don't. They don't do international. They don't buy anymore. those American shows no, much, nothing, do they? That's no, no, all on the streaming services yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, all all the Sky channels. I'm just looking. It's uh, there was this thing about controversy uh, to do with uh, in, uh, the BBC heavily edited or even skipped certain episodes. There was a season, first season episode called The Fix in which mobsters inject Hutch with heroin in order to extract information from him. They've nicked that, that idea was... from the French Connection. Yeah. That happens in and the French was... Connection too. He gets that kidnapped. He gets yeah. kidnapped and they and some unscrupulous Frenchmen 
forcibly make him Gene Hackman get addicted mm-hmm. to heroin by just fucking pumping him full of it in a cell. Yeah. Starsky and Hutch, I ban thee. Yeah. It wasn't shown until 1999 on Channel 4 Starsky and Hutch Night. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. If that's on YouTube as well. Who did you prefer, um, mate, Starsky or Hutch? I preferred Starsky. I preferred Hutch, but now, oh, obviously, I prefer Starsky. Yeah. But when I was very little, obviously, the guy with the blonde hair seemed yeah. sort of cooler, whereas right. Starsky was a bit moodier. And he had yeah, dark, yeah, curly he hair and a cardigan, and yeah. that was harder for me to get my nut round at that age. I wonder if it's still been replayed because I really want to watch an episode of it now. Like, with, with the professionals, the I preferred Lewis Collins to Martin Shaw. Same yeah. reason. That was the way around it. Well, I, I would say, which was which? Lewis Collins was Bodie, right? Was that right? Yeah. Okay, so Bodie was Hatch and Doyle was Startsky. I think, wasn't I guess it? So. Yeah. Uh, there are no airings of Starsky and Hutch in the next 14 days, which is a tragedy. Oh, I'll watch it on YouTube. It's got to be on YouTube, isn't it? Or uh, the, the, the streaming services. This is another example of me bigging up the website justwatch.com. Oh, I use it all the time since you set me up on that, and I think a lot of our listeners do. Put a thing in, and it'll tell you where to find it. Starsky and Hutch, not available for free. Oh, dear me. Disgusting. The 2004 this film country. with Owen Wilson is uh, now. Oh, it's on Apple TV. The first series on Apple TV. I think you have oh, to I've buy got it. Oh yeah, I'll watch that. I think you got to pay for it though. Anyway, um, that's that. We'll leave it there. Let's leave it there. Fuck I'm it. Let's leave it there. We've done a bit of Startsky and Hatch. What more do you want? Yeah, exactly. Fuck's sake. We'll uh, do more of this chart next week because there's a bit more to dig into it. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.